9to5.cc. We're not working. Why should you? Thanks for listening. Hey, welcome to a Go Plug Yourself Just for Laughs mini-sode. That's a miniature episode. I took the, the words mini and miniature and episode and I smushed them together to say mini-sode. So it's a Go Plug Yourself Just for Laughs mini-sode. Um, Just for Laughs returns for its 41st edition this year, which is crazy. It's a year older than I am, um, and, I'm, and I'm old. Uh, the festival's running from July 14th to July 29th. There's an unbelievable amount of uh, live comedy that's coming to the city that you should definitely go and check out. Go to hahaha.com, you know, a great website that they've had for years. Every time I look at that URL, I'm like, I'm a little impressed. Um, Anyway, so sit back, relax, and enjoy uh, this episode with an amazing Just for Laugh artist. And uh, be sure to check out all that the festival has to offer from July 14th to July 29th in Montreal. Enjoy the show. Go plug yourself, you plug another plugger. Go plug yourself, you plug another plugger. Go plug yourself, you plug another plugger. Go plug yourself, it's time for another Go Plug Yourself podcast. Alright, hi there, Keith and Steph. You should be able to hear each other now. Everything good on that end? Yeah, I, uh, I'm here. Steph, you good? I'm, I'm also here. All right, perfect. We did awesome. it. Thank you so much. Hey, Steph, how you doing? Good. How are you? I'm not too bad. I'm not too bad. I'm, uh, I, I'm in that. I don't know if you have experienced this. That where you're like, I open up the windows because it's cool in the morning, and then the humidity just ranks up, and you're like, have to switch over to the AC real quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I live in LA and I have no AC and it's a nightmare. I don't know why I don't, but I'm sweating every hour. Oh my God. That was one of my first questions. I was like, I know you've mentioned not dealing with heat well in your material several times. And I was like, LA, that doesn't seem like a great fit for someone who doesn't like heat. No, I also have, I'm allergic to the sun. I have something called polymorphic sun eruption, so I'm covered in blisters all the time, um, which is a new development. But <laughs> yeah, I, I've been in L.A. for eight years now, so uh, it is an odd choice. Most people think I should have chosen New York, but um, here we are. Isn't here it? we are in Los Angeles. I, got, I was on hold for a pilot, so I moved to L.A. Um, eight years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, it's, I live in Hollywood, and it is a nightmare. I will say, it's not a nice place. It is hell. <laughs> no, I was gonna. I was also gonna say. I was like, if you're, you just mentioned your, uh, your sun, sun blisters and everything. I just turned forty this year, and 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 my body has aches that I never had in my life. I was just like, I feel that our bodies are just like, as soon as you get past thirty-five, they're like, now we held you together for this long, and now you're, now you're fucked. Yeah, no, literally, I'm I'm actually right now looking down and I'm covered in hives. Like it's just like it's become who I am. I'm just I'm I'm a lizard woman now. I'm covered in hives. I'm covered in bumps. I'm blister. It's gross. <laughs> the glamorous LA lifestyle, Steph. You need an AC, Steph, badly. I do. I, I have a fan, and that's and then yeah, I have a fan and it doesn't do anything. But I do have a fan. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I had a couple, couple questions, a couple things I wanted to talk to you about. Uh, something that popped up when I was just looking into this, uh, looking into you, how you've been doing, because I've been a longtime fan. Uh, I, video on trial was my first, I think, time I saw you. I think. Oh my god, that, that's almost too long ago. That I mean, like I was in, like I said, I think we we're around the same age. I was in like college when video on trial came out, and it was like every single day on much. 
And it was just like perpetu- yeah. much music was just perpetually on uh, in my apartment. So it was like I think there was like the new episode once or twice a week, and then it was reruns every other day. So I saw probably every episode of Video on Trial multiple times because we just didn't change the channel off much music in my house. That's <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> mm. So, uh, but then I saw that you were at Scotiabank Arena opening for Bill Burr, and I was like, that's a hell of a journey, I think, for a comedian. I cannot imagine. It is, yeah. <laughs> I, <laughs> I was also only on like a show, like one a... episode of Video Trial, just yeah. one. So just... You, just saw, you just saw my one over and over. <laughs> uh, I've seen it repeatedly, but I was going to say, so how, how different from working like a, a typical comedy club and working in arena was it for you? Was that like a huge change up or like, like what, what was that like as an, as a performer to get in front of that many people when you're used to say like a comedy club where you're like, even a big comedy yeah. club is, is a couple hundred, right? Yeah. Usually before that, the biggest I think I had done was 1200, the day fourth music hall. I did that uh, for Rob Delaney 10 years ago, mm-hmm. but this was like, the only way I can explain it is truly out of body. Like, I got up there, and I started, like, running across the stage, and I'm like, holy... Like, I didn't even realize how crazy it was, and then halfway through my set, I, like, looked over backstage and saw, like, my dad and sister, like, in tears, and then Bill watching me, and for some reason, Bill watching was way more nerve-wracking than 19,000 <laughs> people. I was like, why is Bill watching me? And then I'm like, I got panicked. I'm like, no, focus on the people, but, like, it's it's wild, because I immediately started to try to do some crowd work. I'm like what the hell do I think I'm doing? I'm like, look at this guy's Costco shorts. I'm like, no one can see the guy's Costco shorts. What the hell? And then I'm like, I literally was like, I'm like I can't talk about this. And then I like moved on. But like, it, you don't even feel like it's real. Like it literally felt like I was like, doing like a VR thing or something, like looking out. Like you can kind of see the people, but it's just like a sea of light sound. Like, That's crazy. I, I, can't even, I can't even imagine like go, just going, being in a, in a show that big as an audience member can be overwhelming. I can only imagine just standing up there alone with a microphone being like, hey, everybody, it's me. Yeah, no, and I, I, like, I right away, like, I just said something, like, dirty as hell, too, and they were, like, on board. Yeah, I opened for him also in Salt Lake City, and I immediately was like, you Mormon fucks, you make me sick. And they were like, yeah, and I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> and so you can just uh, be yourself and yell crazy shit at people, and they, they like it. <laughs> yeah, it was it was it was really wild, and it was it was by far the craziest. I like I don't ever cried like after show. Like, I, like after like met up with my friends, we just all stood outside and just started bawling, and like and then we just started hugging. I'm like, what is it? like? It was crazy. It was really really emotional for me, especially to come back and have a hometown show like that. Like it was a really big deal. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And like the fact that you got to do it in Toronto, I think, is just even like just extra icing on the cake, right? Yeah. Yeah, just like it's like something I would never imagine. Like you know, having having to leave Toronto and go pursue comedy in the states, and then it's just it was just such a big, such a big achievement that I'm like I actually like never knew I could achieve, and it just felt really overwhelming. I have I have a weird question. Don't and and it's just because one of the videos that came up while I was looking at you was a video that came up pretty pretty recently. It was you describing uh, an, a trip on abs, absinthe and shrooms when you were in high school? So. My oh, weird yeah. question is, how does did playing an arena feel like akin to a like a drug trip without any drugs? Yeah, I, yeah, I would say it, it kind of feels like it was, I guess, like a mushroom trip, mm-hmm. where like you can kind of see what's happening, but you can't fully grasp what's reality. Um, like if I was on any drugs on that show, I don't know if I'd be here right now. I think I would. Yeah. <laughs> Just, I don't know what would happened. never recover. I would have walked into Lake Ontario and just sunk like a hill. Like I would have 
side. Um, yeah, I think it felt it felt pretty. It just didn't feel. I, it's hard to explain because like you, you felt so disconnected but connected at the same time. Mm-hmm. It was like I knew what I was doing and I was like for some reason not that nervous and that was making me even more nervous. I'm like, why am I not nervous? And then when I got off, Bill was like, you belong up there. He's like, holy shit, you like really held this thing. Because I was like, I moved so much too that I think, I, I didn't, I, it was really fun to get to like really perform like that too. So I just felt like I was really, really going for it up there. That's awesome. Um, so, I mean, you mentioned right away that like you won the crowd over uh, by just, you know, doing something filthy as quickly as possible, which is obviously a great transition uh, to the shows you're doing at Just for Laughs this year, because uh, you're on the Nasty Show, first of all, which is, yep. you know, immediate, uh, immediate f- like, festival cred and filth cred, and then your solo show is also called The Filth Queen. Yep. So, uh, <laughs> just, um, is there, like, is there, when you do first feel more comfortable, like, with, like, dirty jokes? Or is it just, like, what comes naturally? Is there, like, a, a reason that you've, yeah. gra- you've gravitated towards, like, you're like, you know what? I'm going to, I'm just going to be, you know, filthy. And we're just going to go up there. Honestly, I think like that. No, I'm constantly thinking about sex. I'm a fucking pervert. I send my tits to people online all the time. Like, I'm a fucking pervert like all i think of i'm like a 19 year old guy i'm like i don't know what it is but i've always been like this and like i'm not like super disgusting but i started more openly talking about like sex and like my vagina and stuff and i've had a lot of women reach out to me and like relate and like thank me for openly talking about this so like it's a combo of like i think like this and also i feel like i'm like helping women who are kind of ashamed of talking like this or ashamed of parts of their body and i'm making it more common to openly talk about this shit and like I've been talking a lot about scoring because people keep thinking it's piss and I'm like it, we need this to also everyone's a fucking pervert I get I get so pissed off when people are show like I don't like dirty comedy you fucked to get here your parents fucked we all fuck world gross don't act like you're home watching eating porn videos alone like everyone's gross we just act like we're not for some reason so I think I just like openly I like openly talking about it making people uncomfortable and then I'll have some people after be like people who I wouldn't expect to find me funny be like that was hilarious or like <laughs> really like Churchy people DM me thanking me like it's bizarre, and like we kn- we know people are gross, right? Like that's I mean like we even have like the data like what is it Pornhub publishes it all the time when they're just sort of like you you mentioned like Salt Lake or, or whatever where they're just sort of like here's the here's the porn that people Google in Utah in directly in Salt Lake City we're like Mormon Central you're like here's the porn they're watching like they have that data so like we know there's no hiding it everybody we know <laughs> everyone is gross everyone's thinking of the stuff they just. Maybe they just try to push it down and act like they don't have these thoughts or these feelings, but they do. So it's like, I don't think I'm saying stuff that's that out of nowhere. And I don't ever, like, I'm not trying to say hateful stuff or make fun of people. I, I, I mostly make fun of myself. So it's not like I'm not coming at people and, like, making fun of their body or anything like that. So um, have you, uh, the other, and obviously, the next question I have is, have you ever uh, been to Cafe Cleopatra before or worked at Cafe Cleopatra before? Yes, I've been there. Okay. <laughs> I wish I worked there. I've been there <laughs> well, I worked, I guess, upstairs. Work downstairs is a whole other story, right? Because that's what I was going to say. For a filthy comic, like, right above a strip club is an amazing venue. Oh, I'm obsessed. Yeah. No, I did Archie Fears. Um, this is not happening. Uh, the last of the JFL, which I think was six years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so I think excellent, excellent setting, though, for, for you, Steph. Uh, all right, so you just, you just said it was about six years ago that you were last doing JFL. Was that right? I believe it was six, six or seven, yes. So have you have you, have you been to Montreal since? Because I know, obviously, you're out in L.A. You're usually no. Toronto-based, so you haven't been to Montreal no, in six I years. Go, that was 
I used to go every year. I used to do the Montreal Sketch Festival with my sketch partner, Allison. Mm -hmm. uh, we would go every summer. I'd go and do the comedy works for a week, mm -hmm. and then I would do Montreal Sketch Fest, and I'd have like a two a two week summer soiree, and it was the fucking best. Yeah, I was gonna say because I was like, I, I remember you being, I remember you being around quite a bit, and then obviously L.A. and 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 career blowing up happened, and then we haven't seen you in a while. So yes, uh, <laughs> it's been quite some time, and I love Montreal. I love I love Sears and Catherine. I love La Belle Provence. You know, I know it's disgusting. <laughs> I love I love the city in the summer, so I'm I'm, I'm very excited to be there for a long period of time. I mean, you just mentioned Belle Pro. Is there anything else uh, from in Montreal that you're that you're missing? Like, there, are there must dos? Steph Tolev like must do while she's back. I always go to the what's the bar in St. Elizabeth? That's yeah, back little patio with all the vines. I'm obsessed with that place. And I go up to, um, what's it called, all the vintage shops, like that um, Mile End. Yeah, up on Mile End, yeah. So that's all there. Yeah, and so. I, like to, I like to rent a bike and bike around the city. It's my favorite thing to do. Oh, yeah, doing, doing the, Bixie, the Bixie thing. They, we, I yeah. mean, we upgraded yeah. some of them. The blue ones are electric now, so which is great for the hills. So, oh, that's fun. Yeah, exactly. Because those things are no, like gonna, those I'm things are a hundred pounds. So when you'd always like you'd always like metro up the hill and then bike down was usually the the plan. Yeah. No, I need to work out because I'll be drinking excessively. I feel like this whole two weeks. <laughs> uh, is there anything any before we go? Is there anything that you want to make sure that our listeners uh, here? Like I said, I, I see your dates. You're doing Filth Queen. July 25th and 27th at Cafe Cleopatra. And also you're doing the Nasty Show, which is like a marathon of itself, uh, July 18th yes, to the 26th. Yes, and also I'm doing, um, I'm doing uh, two other things that are fun. I'm doing a live podcast, my okay. podcast, Staff Infection. I'm doing, and I'm also doing the Canadian keynote speech, which will be oh. very interesting. You're gonna, are you, are you, uh, I have a lot to say about Canadian comedy, and uh, I've been very vocal about it for for years. So now I get to finally say my piece. Are you are you um, gonna which, gonna go like the 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 like Kindler but Canadian route and just like take shots at everybody that has pissed you uh, off? I mean, I had a very specific upbringing Canadian comedy, and I had a lot of people to my face tell me no, and I I do want to kind of smear it in their face a little bit. Um, <laughs> But yeah, I'm, I'm just going to tell like my story and how how I don't think uh, we are celebrating our, our Canadian comedians as much as we should be as as a nation. I I agree in general. I, feel I like... think every, the problem is everybody fucking agrees with me, but no Canadians want to say it because they're fucking nice and everyone's so scared that their career's going to be fucked. And guess what? I don't care anymore. <laughs> I, I, Bill Burr likes me. I don't care anymore. But I'm like I never did care, and I just—I'm not—I'm not hating on it because I, I love Canada. I yeah. fucking love Canada. I love Canada. I love just last. I love Montreal. I love all of this, but it's like I also love the fact that we have some of the funniest talent out there, and it's not getting—it's not getting recognized. Yeah, and 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 not for nothing, it seems that in order to get recognized, half the time they have to leave Canada, which is like a bummer. You must. There's like, no other option here. You yeah. Must. There's two comedians who are making a living in Canada, and guess what? One of them piece of shit, and he might also be mentioned. <laughs> <laughs> Now, I'm not going to say names, but I'm going to hint around. Okay. Gonna, the comics will know exactly who I'm talking about. <laughs> Everyone will be taking notes and deciphering and be like, oh, that's who she means. Oh, everyone's going to know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, A club that rides with smock smocks. Who am I talking about? <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah, that's a that's a whole other thing that we could get in. That's a whole other show if we get into. No, uh, we're not going to get into schmuck that. Schmuck. I'll save that for my big speech. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, Steph, that was awesome catching up. 
yeah, can't so wait can't wait to see that. the shows i'm excited i'm gonna be uh at the at the media preview for for the nasty show so i'll get to see it right off the top i'm really looking forward to it and hopefully oh, I'll, that's fun. hopefully i'll catch filth queen also it's uh, it's gonna be great yeah, please, come by. It, it'll be, it's, it's mostly crowd work, but it, it'll be nasty shit there, too. <laughs> Thanks so much, Steph. Have a great morning. Thank you. Bye. Hey there, loyal listener who listens to the show all the way past the closing credits. Um... Thank you for listening to Go Plug Yourself. We really, really appreciate it. Uh, if you enjoy the show, I cannot stress this enough. Please tell people about it. We don't really have a budget for marketing or fancy Facebook ads or putting up billboards on the street. Uh, we really have to rely on word of mouth, which uh, basically means that if you listen to the show and you enjoy the show, please uh, share it, link it, uh, tell your friends about it. Say, hey, there's this show called Go Plug Yourself. They talk to Montrealers or people that have stuff going on in Montreal or uh, just people that have stuff to uh, promote that we kind of care about. We can we can go outside of Montreal if we want to. Um, yeah, so just tell tell people about the show. It's a, it's a fun show. We, we like doing it a lot. We've done it for over 200 episodes, and it's in large part thanks to support from uh, people like you. Um, if you want to support the show at all, you can go to uh, patreon.com slash 9to5cc and uh, throw a couple bucks our way. It really helps with uh, the hosting fees for the most part. We're really not trying to make a profit on this. Um, and also, if you want to be a guest on the show or you know someone who might uh, want to be a guest on the show, you can uh, contact us either on Facebook or on Twitter. There's a bunch of ways to find us uh, and uh, and let us know. And if the scheduling and the timing and everything works out, maybe you can be the next person who uh, comes on the show and uh, plugs something a uh, big thank you as always to leland beckman and oral turpitude who provided our theme songs and of course a thank you to uh, all of the hosts that we have on the show uh walter j ling who is technically retired but still sometimes hosts uh christopher vendito lawrence corber and uh, ines anaya uh, all are all amazing co-hosts and you should support them and their comedy and uh and all of that uh thank you for listening thank you for choosing go plug yourself uh as one of your from the millions of podcasts and have a beautiful day. Thank you. 905.cc Podcast, blogs, and comics. Made in Montreal since 2011.